It's good to be with you this evening. Happy Sunday to all. This last week I was at my first priestly vacation, which is pretty exciting, pretty relaxing. I got to go up to Minnesota. This is my little sister that lives up there. It's just so beautiful, all the trees changing. Just had a lot of time up there for prayer, too, to reflect on these readings that the church gives us today. And a favorite little passage from this Gospel of Matthew, chapter 22, Pay to Caesar what belongs to Caesar, and to God what belongs to God. I think it's a great passage, a great teaching, to teach us, give us some insight on how our faith works in accord or alongside the government or workings, things of this world. Perhaps you're a little apprehensive right now, though. Like, oh no, Father Jack, he's going to preach about politics, isn't he? Like, no, I don't really. I'll save it. <laughs> uh, because too often, I think, we focus most of our attention on that first part. Pay to Caesar what belongs to Caesar. Because it's true, we need to be faithful, you know, well-informed citizens to exercise our rights within and with the mind of the church. However, I wager we could often forget about the second part, um, a little more too often, the most important part. Pay to God what belongs to God. And I think that's what the Pharisees can kind of fall into, and in our own way, a kind of pharisaical way, we could fall into it ourselves. But they come to Jesus, they're trying to entrap him in his words with these politics and taxes, and he's like, oh, no, no, no. There's malice in your hearts. That's not your intention. Let me bring you to what is true, what is most important. For if you aren't in right relationship with God, how can you expect yourself to be acting rightly with Caesar as a Christian, as a person of faith? So then the question comes, well, then what belongs to God? The prophet Isaiah speaks to us today saying, My chosen one, I have called you by your name, given you a title, though you knew me not. I am the Lord, there is no other, there is no God but me. And our psalm so wonderfully proclaimed and sung tonight, Give the Lord glory and honor, it says. Sing to the Lord a new song, tell of his glory, great is he, highly to be praised. Give to the Lord, you families of nations, worship him, tremble before him, say the Lord is king. And then finally, Paul to the Thessalonians he says, unceasingly call to mind, knowing brothers and sisters loved by the Lord, how you were chosen. So what belongs to God then, according to all this? You do. You who were chosen by him. Your entire being, everything that you are, belongs to him. Just yesterday I did four baptisms at our downtown church. It was beautiful. They were all related, a couple cousins, a couple brothers. Just seeing the joy in their faces, the faces of their families. When that scripture is proclaimed in the Jordan where Jesus is, John is baptizing him, the clouds open up and the Father's voice says, Behold my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. Do we believe that reality was said to us on the day of our baptism? Behold my beloved Son, behold my beloved daughter. That is our identity. So everything belongs to him. Your passions, your joys, your families, sorrows, Successes, worries, crosses, prayers, struggles, the beating of your heart, the breath in your lungs, everything. So he gave us life, and he gave us his son so he could adopt us again as his sons and daughters. He even holds us in existence. So when I was in Minnesota, we went on a lot of beautiful hikes with my little sister's dog. His name is Ziggy, He's the cutest, most rambunctious dog. And the leaves were falling so beautiful along the Mississippi. As these leaves were falling, just imagine yourself there, or in a forest reserve in the area. You just pick up a leaf, 
you look at the changing colors, you look at the intricate, most unique veins of that leaf, and you contemplate it. The God, the God of the universe, the God of the Big Bang, the Alpha and the Omega, is holding this leaf in existence because he created it, because he loves it, and because it is good. Just up here, between the readings, I was looking up there. There's been a balloon up there since the late 90s, in the top corner. God is holding that in existence. (laughs) If he could do that, brothers and sisters, how much more are we to him? Infinite worth. So before we are Americans, before we ascribe ourselves to an ideology, a movement, a political party, we are sons and daughters of God. So yes, on that coin was printed the head of Caesar, right? But on our hearts is printed the face of God. And how often we forget this. So what belongs to God? You do. But then a question can quickly follow with this knowledge of reality. What are we going to do about it, right? So take again our psalm. It says, give the Lord glory and honor. Sing, tell, give, worship him. What we must do is remind ourselves constantly of this reality uh, through our daily prayer, most especially prayer uh, within your family. So, so many beautiful families are with us tonight. Returning to Mass, uh, returning to regular confession, especially if it's been a while. In this moment, right before the Eucharist, traditionally there's it's called the offertory, which we still have, but it's when uh, the gifts would be brought forward, the water, the wine, the bread, usually by a family. It's symbolic of us bringing everything to Jesus on the altar. Everything that we are. And so I invite you today uh, to do that. To do that mentally and consciously. Uh, to bring the good, the bad, the perhaps ugly. To hide nothing from him. To share with him the joys of your life. To simply just say thank you for everything. Um, that he holds you in existence. Uh, that he gave his son for you. you tell him of your sufferings. You could invite him to carry your crosses with you. You could ask for his blessed mother's aid. Let him see your true emotions, uh, your passions. Perhaps there's some anger in your heart. Maybe it's righteous, maybe it's not. Some resentment, perhaps there's unforgiveness. Let him see those wounds you have carried for years. Wounds you've told yourself, oh, it's, it's okay, I'll be fine. Wounds from deep or reoccurring sin. Shy not from even expressing those things you may struggle with that the church teaches as true, those hot topic issues even, and especially those things in contention in these next few weeks, the gift of unborn life, the sanctity of marriage, religious liberty. Brothers and sisters, as we approach these next few weeks of stirring, if you will, into the abyss, let us remember, yes, pay to Caesar what is owed to Caesar, but above all, pay to God what belongs to God, which is your very self.